Welcome to the 10 Minute Commute. You are listening to the Behind the Grind podcast, the 10 minute segment that is coming to you four to five days a week. Yes, you heard it right here. We are bringing you the 10 minute commute on a daily basis throughout your work week. Listen, our goal is to come with it, to encourage, to inspire, to motivate you, to drop words of wisdom, words of knowledge, things to get you started throughout your day. And so today we are fired up to get you fired up to be the light and to be the chosen one that you have been chosen to do. Listen, we're right on point. We're right on point today. And we're talking to you today because many of you out there listening are facing a crossroad. I know it. Many of you are in a position where you are about to make a bold move. Listen, you have come to a place where something has to break and it's been on you to make a decision, right? And you've been contemplating back and forth. Should I ask for this motion? Should I move forward? Should I go forward? Should I step out and launch into the deep? And listen, I don't know what your situation is. You're making that call. But for those of you who have convinced and are persuaded that you're about to do or make the bold move, I'm here to encourage you to do so. Listen, there's so much blessings on the other side of that. You've been maybe possibly working through this in your head. You've been planning it out. You've been thinking it out. and You're trying to figure out, is this the right time to make the move? Listen, if that's you and you've already been persuaded that the time is now, I'm encouraging you and I'm uh, helping you to move forward and to do exactly what God has called you to do. Don't contemplate it anymore. You've been your own worst enemy. And many of you are facing this because you want to do well, and I get it. And so because you wrestle with perfectionism, you wrestle with always uh, winning, right? You wrestle with the fact that if you're going to do it, you've got to do it right. And I get that concept and that mindset, but sometimes you can overthink a thing or sometimes you can perfect a thing until the moment you miss your window of opportunity. And I want many of you to avoid that, that, that window of opportunity because you're trying Trying to perfect the thing. We are in a different day and time now, right? Not saying that you need to move, uh, move sloppily and move in a way that doesn't make sense, but the world is moving at a faster pace now and there's no more time to overthink it. Give it as much thought as necessary, but don't overthink what you need to do. I mean, we are overthinking simple things like the fact that should you start a business and you've been working and thinking, you've been persuaded years before that you should. But now you're worried. Is this really something you should do? Now is not the time to second guess yourself. Now is the time to move forward. Now is the time to be similar to what Peter did when Jesus called Peter and he called the disciples, I should say. He called them. Only one responded and that was Peter. Listen, the rest of them had the same opportunity, but one responded. Which will you be? Will you be the ones that stay back in the boat? And that's cool. That's fine if that's where you should be. But if you're the one to be as Peter, you're stepping out into the water, right? You're stepping out the boat. And yes, considering the situation, you may look strange, as my wife would sometimes say. You may look crazy. Sometimes you may step out and the others may be talking back while they're sitting in the boat. And you may slip, you may fall, but understand as you slip or maybe as you fall, God is there to catch you. Listen, today is the day to really stop perfecting it and to make the bold move. I know you've been contemplating it, but now it's time to make the bold 
Boo. I don't know who this message for, but if the message fits, I need you to apply it now. Now, with that being said, I know many of you, like myself, we wrestle with the thought of rejection, right? Rejection is not a fun thing. Rejection is not that thing that many of us run toward, right? Many of us do not do well with rejection. Some of us, that's just in our DNA. We can move, hey, keep it moving. We can dust the, 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 the dust off our feet and we can keep moving. But some of us still are challenged when we feel or embrace or hear the words no. We have not heard the words no often. And so that may be the reason that many of you may be sitting on the sideline. That may be the reason that many of you may be still on the boat because you are contemplating the fact that you can't deal with rejection. Well, today, I want to help you today, those of you who are uh, wrestling and don't want to handle the, the thought of someone saying no or someone not choosing you or someone not picking you. Listen, there are many blessings that you can still learn in the process. Yes, failure is not what we all seek. Failure is not what we're looking for. I get it. But even in the midst of failure, there are things that can refine you. There are things that can build you. There are lessons that can be learned. When you learn to understand that everything is not a win and loss a situation, sometimes the, 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 the failures are actually true lessons. And as you build from those lessons, they're necessary on the journey as you're going after the big thing. Listen, you may have lost an election, right? You may have been running for a particular office and lost an election but in the process you learn some things it may have been expensive it may have cost you a lot of money but in the midst of it you have learned some things that perfected you for the next time it's built a strength and a fortitude inside of you that now you can't be shaken because you learn a thing or two there are lessons that can be learned but listen before I get out of here I want to help those of you who wrestle with rejection I want to I want to help you along the way as you're wrestling through these things, there are many times that we have to understand that all things are not designed for us to be uh, situated in a way that we can't uh, uh, learn from it. So with that being said, I want to help you. I want to get you on this journey. I want to place you in a place where we help you get along the way. There are three things that I want you to, to deal with when you're dealing with a rejection or overcoming rejection. The first thing I need you to bake into your spirit and the process is the first thing you need to, is to learn how to pray for guidance in order to give you strength, guidance and strength. Uh, being powerful is a powerful tool to pray. Like we've been talking about it. It is setting you up. It is helping you to embrace the possible rejection. Through prayer, you, you are able to get guidance you're able to get the plan you're able to get what God sees with it and you're also able to cope with it in the fact that if you are actually rejected you're able to understand how to make adjustments and move forward ask God through your situation right get his perspective get his courage right get his perspective on how he wants you to do it and trust his plan number two you must be comfortable with your identity focus on your identity in Christ listen many times when you're dealing with rejection, we take it personal. It's just is what it is. We take it personal. But remember that your worth and your value is not determined on the yes or the no or if this turns out the way you want it. Your value is beyond that. God cares for you. He loves you. Your actions are not tied to him. And what that means is you're, in, you're rooted in him, which means that when they reject you, they're rejecting him. 
that. His love for you is greater than that. So you cannot make this too personal. Just step out and do what God says do and understand that you rest in God's unconditional love and his grace for you. He is the source and the, for your strength. He's the one that can build you up. He's the one that gives you confidence. So it's important. Uh, one scripture that may be best for you is Peter, uh, 1 Peter 2 and 9, where it says, but you are a chosen people and a royal priesthood, a holy nation, and God's special possession, that you may declare the praise of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful life. Learn how to know your identity in Christ. And then the last thing, which is always key, is learning how to trust the plan, or in other words, as I say it, learning how to trust the play. When God calls the play, just run the play. Listen, don't try to figure out if this is the play that you should run. Just learn to go with the play. Even if we miss the shot, we are learning how to respond and to be obedient when God says be obedient. Be it. Just trust the play. Don't go and run your own play. Don't go and try to do your own thing. Learn to move with God. Listen, God, it is important that you remember that God understands the plans for your life. He's already worked it out. And even if it doesn't turn out the way you want, know that Romans 8 and 28, a very uh, 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 known scripture that says that we know that all things work together for the good of them that love God and them that are called according to his purpose. Understand with these three processes, right? Understanding how to pray, learning your identity, and trusting the plan. If you keep this as your wheelhouse when dealing with rejection, you will learn how to bounce back out of anything. Listen, don't let the no stop you. Don't let them not wanting you around stop you. Understand that you are part of God's full plan. Listen, that's all my time today on the 10 Minute Commute. I trust and pray that you have a prosperous day and God is going to bless you. Well, until the next time, this is Sharad and this is Behind the Grind.